1: of the world, Steve Fingers.
0: So, welcome to another rendition of The Podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports, if you're into wrestling, please visit firstrow.ca, use promo code THEPODCAST20, They got everything from comic books, to signed wrestling figures, to signed sports cards. Literally anything you need or want, they have it there. Better yet, they update daily, so everything is always changing on their website. And even better yet than that, they ship worldwide. So to all you international listeners, please visit firstworld.ca and don't forget to use promo code THEPODCAST20. And if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Shovel Knight, Postal, Red Dead Redemption, and so many others. Everything you see on their websites available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And lastly, if you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products on the market, look no further and visit legacysubs.com and use promo code the podcast, all in caps, to receive ten percent off. They have everything from sleep aid to muscle building. Literally anything you need or want. It is available at Legacy Sports Nutrition. So please visit them at. Legacies Subs.com. If you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. Click on that link. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs, anything you need or want. It is literally there. But most importantly, the easiest thing, the free thing, the thing everyone should be doing that you're listening to right now is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week's guest is the man behind the How to Cook accounts on social media media he is also the author of 100 portuguese moments in a not so portuguese world the talented the funny and most importantly fellow pork chop david rodriguez hey man how's it going how's it going my friend how are you today Go, going
2: good going good and uh you know glad to be called a pork chop there and, uh, <laughs> i see it as a as a term of endearment so uh Right back at you, Philip Pork Chop.
0: <laughs> well that's the thing, and we use a lot of terminology like that. The like even like caral. Like that's a pretty bad word if you think about it. But when you see a buddy, you're like, eh what's going on? Like you know what I mean? And we use it like in a term of endearment, right? It's funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. You just use it throughout your day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so born and raised in the States I assume, or were you born in Portugal?
2: No, so I was born in New Jersey actually. So oh, shit.
0: First. Okay
2: yeah I'm the first member of my family born in uh, in the United States. My sister was born in Portugal, and my parents were born in Portugal. So okay, okay. I'm the first one kind of uh, you know doing my thing, I guess now in Florida. but uh, yeah, I was born and raised in New Jersey for you know the first part of my life.
0: And obviously, watching your accounts, you speak fluent Portuguese. You know what's going on. Your parents obviously speak Portuguese. You communicate Portuguese. Same thing in my house. I never spoke English unless it was to my siblings as well. And I'm the same as you. I was the only one born here. Both my brothers and parents were born in Portugal. But how many times have you been back? Do you go on a regular? Yeah, I go regularly. Probably oh,
2: okay. really every two Yeah, I used to go. When I was a kid, my parents used to send us there every summer, like for three months.
0: <laughs> same here, see? We used,
2: to, we used to go on the plane with the little uh, <laughs> around our neck and yep. the, the
3: the stewardess would uh, take care of us for the, for the seven hours but uh yeah probably every two years
2: in the last like you know 20 years you know that i've been going there but uh i was actually there march 2020 when the whole covid thing kind I of happened it. i came home like the day everything locked
0: down on march 13th i flew home from lisbon so i was there right, for like right. three days started
2: my vacation never finished it but uh yeah i go pretty often
0: so where, where are your parents from then
2: so my mom was born
0: in Lisbon. Okay. Uh, my dad was born up north, uh, around Vizio. I don't know if okay. you where, around of that course. area. But he was uh, he moved to Lisbon when he was 10 years old. Uh, okay. So he, he, he has roots up there, but sure. both my parents pretty much came up in Lisbon. So when we vacation there, that's where we go. pretty much Lisbon. So you stay in Lisbon. How about going to the Algarve or anything? Are, are you one of those type of guys? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah,
2: yeah. We well, definitely branch out. Algarve, I usually spend a few days down there. We usually try to hit a different section of it every time we go back. just
3: kind of different parts of it. The uh, last time we went there, we went to uh, Caraveda.
2: It yep. was like a beautiful cave, man. It was really cool. Um, you know, and we will we go up north usually a few days. And, you know, we have some family still up there. And, uh, um, you know, my, my grandpa up until recently was up there. We would visit him. But uh, we usually kind of stick around Lisbon and then kind of do our thing. And,
0: right, right. And that's our whole place, you know. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I've been to Portugal more times than I could count. I know like the back of my head. Well, maybe not recently. I haven't been there since maybe early 2000s, I think. But before that, I used to go every year. Same thing. If I gonna go with my parents, they'd ship me off for the whole summer and I'd be there. I never spent a summer as a kid in Canada, oddly enough, right? Yeah. it's. But when I first went there, it was like I hated it. I don't know how your experiences was because again, as a kid, you're used to stuff here. You're used to your food here, your TV. You get there. There's two channels of TV. My parents still had a black and white TV because they haven't been there since like the 60s. So they didn't upgrade anything. And like the food was horrible. They didn't even have ketchup. And I was just <laughs> dying as a kid. How was your experience going the first time? Man, I, I do remember the ketchup being awful, man. Like, <laughs> back in the day. They changed it recently. And now it's like, you know, it's pretty on, on level with ours. But okay, back good. in the day,
2: it's just straight tomatoes, man. But uh no, I remember, well, I had good experiences, but every okay. time I would go to Portugal, I would get hurt. So like, oh, no. I would, I cracked my head open over there one time in the middle of my grandfather's farm. Was like no hospital nearby. You know, (laughs) I would always kind of find my way to uh, find a way to get hurt over there. But man, I used to love going there even as a kid. Like uh, kind of, I know we touched on it before we we got on the on the recording about uh, wrestling fandom
3: shit. I'm sure we'll get to it. But I used to. fill up a book bag with my wrestling action figures
2: okay. and just bring them with me. So I have like 30 or 40 Hasbros and like Smart. if we weren't doing something I'd be in my grandma's living room playing with my, my wrestling toys anyway but uh, so I always kind of found a way to entertain myself but um, then I would spend a few days on my grandfather's farm that's like a free-for-all man.
0: Like That's true.
2: Rats and, and playing with cows and stuff you know. So it was kind of cool you know I always kind of enjoyed it and then uh, I think in my teenage years I kind of got like you know too cool to go for a while yeah, yeah, and then you know kind of came back to it
0: and now i go all the time <laughs> yeah see i wish i could go more and more because yeah i i find that the last few times that i have gone when i've been older i've enjoyed it more like especially the food yeah. now that i know what food is oh, supposed yeah. to taste like it's like yeah, you go yeah, over yeah, there yeah. and it's like this is what a frog's supposed to taste like this is what a yeah. bitok's supposed to be like you know what i mean oh, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. north american shit that we get over here it, it's just <laughs> it's like night and day oddly enough and it's so That's funny true. how That's a kid it switches right <laughs>
2: That's very true. Definitely, like, you definitely appreciate it more, I guess, as an adult. Yeah.
0: So, again, well, having parents, one parent from the north and sort of the central, who do you think cooks the best? What regions cook the best that you find? Man,
2: I'm going to, I could start a war with anything I say here, but,
0: (laughs) (laughs) so, I guess it depends, but, like, my favorite thing is, like,
3: anywhere around Lisbon, like, you're kind of sitting by the ocean eating some kind of fish. And mostly, like, shellfish, like crab or, or shrimp or lobster or whatever, or clams. To me, that's, like, the most
2: Portuguese thing I, I could think of. But <laughs> if you go, you know, I still have fond memories of, like, my grandparents cooking on, like, an open fire pit and, like, making pig and all kinds of, you right. know, it literally, you know, grow a pig over a few years and then kill it or whatever. So that type of stuff is just wild, too, you know, homemade chorissus and stuff. Oh. But uh, to me, yeah, the seafood aspect, man. I think Lisbon kills it. And I know people will hate me for saying that they'll think it's a touristy type of answer, but, you know, that's just what I grew up on, you know, like, a uh, uh to, to us, like, uh, I get into this war all the time on TikTok. Uh Okay.
3: A porto bifana is so different than a Lisbon bifana, you right. know, uh, theirs is just a completely different
2: type of sandwich, but I've never even had it until like a year ago. And I just mm-hmm. made my own. I've never actually really had it. So right. to me, uh, uh fun is the one I had in Lisbon. So a lot of those memories, man, just, just kind of uh carve out my preference i guess
0: but you know some sardines maybe like Ooh. i know like you go to in june or, or
2: july there's just sardines being cooked everywhere you
0: know Oh, well, tell me about yeah. sardines my dad is from a town just outside of paniche and he comes from oh, a line okay. of fishermen too so we always had like fresh sardines always and it was like oh again yeah. as a kid i used to hate it now it's like why didn't i fucking eat more man <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I definitely definitely appreciate the, the grocery stuff now as an adult. I made my wife try um uh, chicken hearts
0: this year or last year for the first time, you know. I mean? okay. She's only half these, so she's okay. only like half a Sure, sure. So uh, I, I had her try it, man. She
2: didn't mind it.
0: Didn't mind it. <laughs> See, that's so funny because I can't eat any of the disgusting type of shit that we have, like <laughs> on, like pigs' feet. Like I can't do that. Mussella obviously, I can't do any of. Like I can't do none of that. Figad, I don't like none of that shit. Like you uh, know what no, I mean? I, I don't want to either.
3: My
2: parents used to make us just uh eat whatever they ate. I guess as a kid, like, yes. <laughs> or not man so like a lot of times like i was eating chicken feet and stuff
0: <laughs> oh see see and it's <laughs> funny too because my, my wife she's not portuguese at all she's she's from ecuador and she'll eat all the oh, more okay. disgusting stuff and i won't even look at it and she'll eat all the disgusting stuff from the portuguese side and i'm like i don't know how you do it she's like not oh it's right. amazing i'm like i'm sure it is but i just can't man i'm sorry <laughs> there's just something in me like i gotta i don't know it's just weird <laughs> my wife is uh half portuguese
2: and half puerto rican so oh there you go
0: she has the, the Latin side too, but, uh... Yeah, she'll uh, she'll try anything at least once. But uh, sometimes,
2: do you know what uh, uh, buries are? No, what's this? Buries like a it's like a snail, but the ocean kind. Okay. So they're they're like these little green snails that come out of the ocean, and you get them in. At in, in Lisbon, you can't get them anywhere, I guess. But oh, uh, they're really gross, man. Like they're like a snot. Burias means snot. Oh,
0: you know? okay, it, okay, gotcha.
2: So it's basically you pull it out, and it looks like a giant snot. But she she tried a few of them last, you know, in 2020 when we went there, and. Uh, she was a good sport about it, but they're gross,
0: man. But they taste delicious. <laughs> is it sort of like a lapage? Do you know what lapage is? I don't, no, no, no. That's, it, it, it's, a, it's a shellfish as well. And again, it's from the Panish side of of that region. And they attach to rocks. And you just clip them off the rocks and you eat them raw like that. And you just chuck them in your mouth because they suction to, to rocks. And then you just go looking I'm and sure. then you just pull them right off.
2: Oh, okay. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, not, it's not quite like that. But okay, I guess it's the same thing, right? It's like these bottom feeding rock feeding shellfish that we just grab
0: and eat <laughs> well nothing goes to waste in our culture that's the thing we make uh, good of everything like i said we eat feet we eat hearts we eat organs it doesn't uh, matter man we eat it all yeah, yeah. well not me personally at least but my dad does i know that much uh, we
2: all know somebody that
0: does <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it's just odd that again like even in my family i find that my dad can't eat okay so i don't like any of that disgusting stuff my dad eats that shit up but then you put a it beside my dad he'll run for the fucking hills like you know what I mean? that's actually the same thing with my dad he really he like, whatever but like the other day i told my mom to
2: make him a funny or something she's like no he doesn't like that I'm like really
3: he's the craziest stuff you
0: know it's just funny so what do you think what what how do you break down the regions in portugal then that's terms of cooking like you know what i mean because i know there's north there's south there but then you have like alentej you have like this the, uh, the Ribatejo as well there you have their own then you have the islands of course so how do you really break down everything man i don't know i
2: just i Every city has, like, their own specialty. I would break it down like that. Okay. So you could be in and then eating like, uh, I don't know, some sardines, and then you go to Stubal right across the bridge and have Sharks Fritos, which is their specialty. True. Uh, where you can kind of jump and have a little specialty somewhere, man. So I am I'm, I guess I would kind of categorize it like that. Every city has their specialty, but I'm learning a lot of them just now. Like, since starting, like, you know, my social media
3: pages, like, yeah, yeah. I have a people that from all over, places I haven't even heard of in Portugal before, they all love to teach me about you know their style or whatever when I post
0: something they'll say oh, we do it this way or whatever. Right. Um, about a lot of people's specialties. I had no idea about any Assorian food before I, I started this page. At all oh, like wow. I haven't heard of
3: I'd never heard of any of this stuff.
2: And then throughout like my first like I guess batch of followers was, you know, Canadian Assorian people. So We have a ton like, of them up here. Yeah, and they just were telling me everything and make this and make that so I'll try new things and uh I've been learning a lot about the different, uh, you know, different sections of Portugal and the way they,
0: sure. cook, and the different things they cook. Yeah, because I was going to ask that as you are in the states where I am in Canada. Here we have like everything, every region, every it doesn't matter, every country that pretty much speaks Portuguese in the world. We have people from Angola, Brazil, you name it, we have them here. Like you know what I mean? So we get a little bit of everyone's taste, like at our shudashkatas, right? But how is it there in the states? Because you don't really see the Portuguese influence in terms of, like, television, media. Like, even my wife being here, because she lived in, like, the outskirts of Toronto, and she was like, I didn't even know Portuguese people existed. Like, why does no one talk about the Portuguese culture? (laughs) Man, that's so crazy. We have,
2: like, our own little, you know,
0: exclusive club. Right? Uh, So, (laughs) it's so crazy, man. I remember when I was younger, like, I thought it was, like, so weird to be Portuguese, but now I'm like, man, there's not
1: that many of us, you know, if you really think about it. And, like, you'll, you'll just meet a random Portuguese person and instantly, like, you trust that person, you know? Like, it's
2: all It matter. the street. Um, <laughs> but where I grew up in
3: Jersey, like, there was a ton of Portuguese
2: people. Like, okay. you know, we had a Portuguese club. We had a Portuguese school for the kids. Oh, perfect. Uh, all the Portuguese ladies work together. They're all, like, cleaning ladies somewhere or at a hospital sure. or whatever. They all work together. All the guys <laughs> do construction. Yep. My dad was an auto body guy. A lot of them did that. Yeah. Uh. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, but it was all, like, Lisbon people and, like, northerners. Peniche was, there's a, you know, I remember that being, like, uh, they had some families from there. But, you know, a lot of uh, Minotus and, and Lisbon people, yeah. mostly. And then, um, I saw, like, I didn't even really, like, I mean, I knew the islands were there and stuff, but growing up, it's not anything that was ever even talked about. Like, like literally, I didn't, I haven't talked, the amount of times I've talked about the and made in the last year right. is more than I've talked about in my whole life. Wow. Like, cause I, it was just non-existent in Jersey, really. And then, you know, I remember the Portuguese kids and Mike Rita being, like, the first people that I realized, like, hey, like, there's a whole other set of people, but, like, <laughs> there's the same shit we're saying, man. Like, not language-wise, but jokes-wise, sure. you know, like, Mike's, Mike's he's probably one of the first, like, people I really
3: kind of followed in, in, our, uh, in our scene, I guess, and then... Portuguese comedy, but uh,
2: right. I remember just being like, "Man, like he talks a little differently than me, but like his jokes are exactly the same thing that, that I talk about, you know, right. just in my personal life, whatever." So uh, I was kind of exposed to that later, but yeah, <laughs> in
3: Jersey, everybody was Portuguese, and then here in Florida, nobody's Portuguese. Man, like oh, wow, like 001 percent of
2: Orlando is Portuguese, and like I live in a town like outside of Orlando, a little suburb of Orlando. Oh, like, sure. it's basically me. We have like some neighbors, you know, five houses down. And then Nani, the soccer player, lives, like, the community over. Oh, okay.
0: That's
2: it. Everybody else is Brazilian or (laughs) American or – that's it, man. There's a lot of Brazilians here, but not a lot of Portuguese.
0: See, I don't know how you could do it. That's going to be my biggest – because I do want to eventually leave the city and be, like, out in the true suburbs and out in the middle of nowhere. but i can't do it because i need my padaria and i need my shooter by my side like you know what i mean <laughs> and we have like a chain here in toronto called tavara which is like it's a portuguese chain where you go get all the stuff from back home like you know you know what i mean so i need that stuff around me and i don't want to go miles and miles and freeze everything because it's not the same like even now sometimes i'll go because uh, the padaria close to me is, is a few kilometers away so i'll buy a ton of pop sticks and i'll freeze them so they don't go bad it's still not the same as a fresh pop stick with some mantega in the morning you know what i mean so it's like i don't no, how do you do it with all that with, with all that stuff yeah there, man
2: I think the thing I miss the most is like uh, you know the, the barbecue chicken like uh,
0: where you would have you could just smell it walking down the block right? somewhere you know but here like I haven't had that now probably like in three years because of COVID I haven't really left in oh, Florida
2: no. maybe, two, maybe two two and a half years so they, I remember when I first moved to Orlando they tried opening one up and it lasted okay. like uh, maybe like half a year to a year but they mm-hmm. weren't using like charcoal they were using like electric you know what the grill, f- just didn't taste right man i was like what are you guys trying
0: to pull here (laughs) right but uh but yeah it was tough when i first moved here man there was
3: nothing and uh but it was kind of interesting because like
2: i kind of like feel like i brought this like wave down here when i first moved here it was the year that like nxt started in orlando okay that's interesting orlando city got into was becoming a big soccer team right and became an mls team and uh we had some Portuguese players from Benfica at the time. I'm like, that's kind of weird. know, was a Portuguese thing. <laughs> and then, like, literally a few months later, this Portuguese supermarket opens up a block from my job. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I moved here, and I brought down, like, all my interests and all my food with me. So ever since that place opened, man, I, I can get pretty much anything. Any, You know, they make bread fresh daily and stuff. I, I-, I-, I freeze it, like you were saying. But, right. you know, if I go there and buy it, I'm, I'm going to eat some some popsicles that day, man, like, nice and fresh. But... Yeah, man, ever since they opened, it's kind of been – it's not the same as home. I have one option, but, you know, I'm actually going there tomorrow, tomorrow morning. To <laughs> pick <up some> stuff. <laughs> I go nice and early, and everything's kind of fresh. you know. Well, 7,
0: that's 8. the thing. That's when you have to go. Like, yeah. unfortunately, I can't it's go like, that early, but
2: – That store is not even there for Portuguese people. It's literally for sure. there for Brazilian people. They just happen to be a Portuguese supermarket, so they have sure. all Portuguese things, you know. So they're basically, like – uh, catering to the Brazilian population, but have to speak Portuguese, so I get to get all my stuff. You know, it's great. And like during the World Cup, like <laughs> I literally
3: would stop there before work and watch the game at like 7 a.m. They have like a little cafe inside, right. and it'd be like me, the manager, and like
2: two other Portuguese guys from Orlando. You know, like, that's it. Oh. These people here, yeah. Like, that's so and, sad.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I got to know the
2: manager and stuff. You know, you know it's it's a pretty small group of people here, but uh, but yeah, I, I you know I use it to my benefit, man. I get all my Portuguese uh ingredients and all my sausages all that stuff um you know right, right there it's like 20 minutes from my house you
0: know yeah because i'm sure we're, we're gonna touch into all the cooking and, and all that stuff too but uh well even before we get to that when did you know you could cook when did you want to cook when did you think you could do this and start posting and be that confident like when did all this come about in your head so uh i've always cooked food man like my
2: mom denies this but when <laughs> we were kids. She would work yeah. in the summertime if we weren't in Portugal and me okay. and my sister would stay home and we were not allowed outside because like the American people were outside and they would like kidnap us, I guess, you know, like, I don't
0: know. It's the same here. Just- don't worry.
2: All right. So we would cook for ourselves. And a lot of times it was just like hot dogs and
0: eggs or whatever. Sure. You know, I, we always just cook. We just had to know how to cook. So I've always cooked. Even
2: like when I got married, I'm the cook of the, the, the couple. Like my wife does the dishes and I, I cook the
0: food. Oh, nice. Uh,
2: and then COVID happened and we were just bored. And I I remember my first video was actually like just a video of me making like buffalo wings, you know, whatever. Remember? So I just started posting like videos and nobody watched them. Like literally nobody would watch these things, man. It was like, <laughs> I remember like going back in and like looking, it was like 25 people, 26 people, like views or whatever, you know,
3: right.
2: just snail speed. And then one day I made a bifuna just randomly and not yeah. even like with Portuguese bread or anything. I just kind of made it. I was just sitting at home bored and, uh, okay. I don't know. It kind of blew up on TikTok, and that's where everything just started rolling. And I'm like, I'm just gonna make Portuguese food from now on. And oh, out. okay. So now I only make Portuguese
3: food on on, on video or whatever. But yeah. uh, that's that's kind of what the
2: Be Fun. I kicked it all off, and I had never okay. made a Be Fun in my life. It was just like kind of like we were talking about before. I was missing it. I was like, man, I haven't had a Be Fun in years. <laughs> like, sure.
3: Make something at home that replicates it or whatever, and uh, then I realized, man, I have, there's a bunch of Portuguese
2: people on on TikTok. I didn't even have an Instagram at that time. And, like, there's no Portuguese content on here, like, period. Like, mm-hmm. I, there was, like, a few, like, the Portuguese kids have an account and stuff. Right. But, like, that's, there was just, like, you know, a handful of people doing it. But nobody was making food
0: on there that was Portuguese. That's so true. Um, I just started doing it. <laughs> and See- it kind of spiraled. And that's the one thing again. Going back to Portuguese not being noticed, it's the. I think it's the most underrated food in all of the entire world. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Like you know what I mean? Like look from top to bottom, how many dishes you could make every day and it'd be different. Like the only other culture I could think of that's sort of like this is maybe Chinese, where they have just as many dishes. Like think about it. You know what I mean? There's uh, most cultures just have their set five to ten, and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was telling my
2: wife that like uh, recently, like I've been doing the Portuguese only stuff for. Just about a year now, and I very rarely repeat dishes. I'll repost sometimes just so people can
3: that they see it, but I very rarely make the same thing twice because there's so much different stuff. And you know, on the
2: weekend sometimes I'll sit there just looking at recipes and I'll get a list going for the week of like what I want to make or whatever. Okay, and it's like there is the staple stuff that comes up, but there's also a million other things I never even heard of, and I'm like I'm gonna make this because this looks delicious, you know. So yeah, it's like we have just so much stuff, so many. So many different dishes, and it could be, like, seafood, meat, non-meat, just whatever. It's just, we have, like, a plethora of things. And everybody, at least I know, that goes to Portugal and eats our food, just comes back, just, you know, talking about it nonstop. So, I think we have a kind of, I don't know, I would say we're top five in the world cuisine.
0: I think so That that's safe to say well you don't only post stuff about food you do post your reaction videos with your mom and those are hilarious my friend I love it because my dad has well my mom passed away so I started doing this after she passed away, so she doesn't know but my dad still has no idea what the fuck I do with the podcast doesn't even know it exists <laughs> nothing you can't even explain a podcast to him put it that way but your mom is in videos she had, especially the one with the island boys that was freaking I couldn't stop fucking laughing I love it so what does she think about all this obviously she's on board but at first yeah, yeah, what did she think did she think you were crazy
2: yeah and i don't think she really understands what exactly is going on okay like, well, she gets it but like i remember like you know i would just read like a comment from like one of those videos i posted and she's like who said that i'm like i don't know like just some guy like she thinks i know all these
1: people oh. <laughs> You know? i like mom, like, for just
2: on TikTok, for instance, like the followers of like, just twenty five thousand people, right? Like, sure. I don't know all those people. You know, I maybe know like twenty of them. Right, like right, right. I, I don't know, you know. But she, like, I think she kind of oh.
3: uh, she started to kind of get it when like there's people <laughs> that would like bring me up, like, uh, you know, she would go to like a, I don't know, like
2: a bakery in New York, like, hey, I know your son, or or her friend would, you That's know, cool. come to work. Be like,
3: hey, I saw your son online yesterday. Like, yeah, yeah. People would reach out to me, like, sending me, like, messages like, hey, I knew
2: you when you were a little kid. Like, how are your parents doing and stuff? And I reconnected them with some people like that. Like, I think that's when they started realizing, like, hey, like, there's actually a lot of people watching this guy, you know? And, uh, and, you know, and like, I know, like, I'm pretty, like, wacky and stuff on my videos. I sure. say some crazy stuff.
0: In real life, I'm pretty, like, calm, tame guy. Like, I'm pretty, pretty chill. So I, they, they see a different side of me, and they, they're probably surprised to see uh, see a lot of that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And you know what? I think it's a Portuguese thing. Because even in my case, I like, I don't, I'm like people think I'm the, the shyest person. I just choose not to talk. I don't, I'm don't. i not really interactive. I don't like dealing with people. I hate people. Put it that way, if, if you could put He's any angry, other. Angry. But yeah, people are like, but you talk to them every week and it seems like you're having a great time. I'm like, yeah, because I don't know, I put my podcasting hat on or something and it's like, once it turns on, it's like a totally different, not to say I'm fake, but it's like, it's, okay, harkening back to wrestling, the best characters are them notched up about 20% or whatever, right? And that's what I'm doing. If I was like hyper and outgoing, this would be who I would be all the but. This is fucking exhausting. I can do this, like I said, an hour and a half tops, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the, the, my personality on, on those videos is like I just imitate my mom and I turn the a little Love it. <laughs> like the way I talk
2: is the way she talks, man. Like that's. that's- <laughs> All the, all the C-bombs that I use, that's how she talks. You know? See, I was going
0: to say like, that, because my wife loves your account, by the way, and so kudos to you, and she loved when your mom was on it, and she's like, what is she saying? I'm like, "She she's swearing a lot over there, and she's like, oh my god, I love her so much! She loves to swear!
2: <laughs> man, yeah. My that's awesome. Like, man, if she was if she lived here, man, I, she lives in New Jersey, so okay. if she lived in Florida, I would uh I would have her on every week, and that account would blow up, probably, cause She is a character. <laughs> and everybody was, you know, I would get tons of messages like
1: bring your mom back bring your mom right back. <laughs> i recorded as many as i
0: could while they were here they're only here for like a week and i just started yeah, right. recording
2: and, uh got a good amount of videos done with there
3: but everybody was loving
0: that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well okay how about speaking of requests and people having want stuff on? i'm sure you get a ton of requests of to do dishes this this and that but what's your like top i guess couple or three that always pop in and you're like okay i know i know i'm gonna get to it or that you've already done so many times
2: there's one that okay. always comes up, man. It's the, the Francesina sandwich.
0: Oh, uh, my wife loves that too.
2: So everybody asks me to make that. At least okay. like five times a week, I'll get a message about it. And it's, that's one of the things that I refuse to make because okay.
1: if I do, everybody will tell me it's wrong because everybody has their own version of it. Uh, so I'll go,
2: eat, like, exactly. I, I'll try to, I usually try not to get into the weeds with comments and stuff. Sure, sure. Let it get to me. But man, like, I had one befundo video that kind of blew up on TikTok, and okay. everybody and their mother had an opinion about it. Everybody, you know, whether it was wrong, whether the best one comes from here or there, and right? You know, and francesinha is one of those things that's like it's like very
0: regional to the north of Portugal. And if I do it wrong, man, people are going to trash me for that. They're going to shit on me. So, I, I, as much as people ask me to make it, I just don't do it. <laughs> oh my god! How about this? Have you made a dish that you personally don't like, but you made it because it was requested a lot?
2: Yeah, so I actually don't eat
0: a lot of buckeye. I'm not like really. I mean, I eaten no. so
3: much of it growing up that okay. I kind of got sick of it. You know, like it was one of those things where, like it was
2: just shoved down my throat for oh, so long. Oh shit!
0: Okay, I'm the complete <laughs> I opposite. I mean, I'll eat okay. it. I'll eat it sure. and I'll
2: enjoy it. Like maybe like three times a year. Maybe, oh you know? no, so, you're killing me! But for the videos, I've been making it recently, and you know, I'll eat it. You know, I uh, I usually buy it like if my parents are visiting or. I'll have some frozen, but, uh, yeah, I'll make uh, maybe three or four times a year. And I know that's, like, the most anti-Portuguese thing to
0: say. <laughs> well, that's and well, again, speaking of recipes, they say you could make cod 300 and whatever, 65 days mm-hmm. a year, and it'll always be different, you know what I mean? So you can't really get sick of it unless you're making it always the same way. That's the way I look at it, at least. Yeah, I think, well,
2: like, I won't really sit there and eat it, like, boiled with, like, vinegar
3: and olive oil, like, plain like that, you know, but I'll eat it, like, the like, way. like, like ways that they make it
0: at right, a restaurant. I like Bustace, oh, it. That'll eat all day, you know.
2: Uh, actually, the other day, I, made, I posted I think uh, it was like a rice, and it had chorizo
0: and mursela and
2: Bucayau in it, okay. or maybe it was all together, and it was, that was delicious, man. I'll make that again, and I'll eat that all day, but uh, yeah, that's one of those things that I'm kind of, people ask me to make Bucayau all different ways, I'm like, ah, I'll get to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, so going back to the comments too, you don't pay attention to negativity, whatever. And like, I don't know how you deal with it. Cause again, the cooking is subjective and uh, it's not that you're, you're showing people a way of doing it. And if you want to add or take away. It's not like you're going to get pissed off because it's not like you're eating it. Like, you know what I mean? And to have these people go and to the point where they want to kill you. And it's like, what goes on through these people's minds? I I, I don't get it. Or even like, I, I know you've mentioned it a few times when you sort of mix stuff, like you had a Portuguese pizza or whatever. And you're like, everything doesn't need to be Portuguese. You can mix it and still have a Portuguese twist to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get like, wh- one of my favorite things to do, and people think this is blasphemy is so I'll grab a popsicle. I'll take two or three pastelish bacalhau. I'll crush them down to make like patties, put them into the bread, put some cheese, and then eat it like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I make my own cod sandwich. Like, and people are like, no, no, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what do you mean you can't do that? Who cares? <laughs> man, you like you can do whatever
2: you want, man. I would I would like I would encourage people to mix up the Portuguese stuff. Like
0: you know right? like, the other day I, I think I put like a Big ass thick slice of cheese on a biefana—that's okay. not something I'd normally put on a biefana. Right. Like,
2: you mix certain things, and you just find just because your parents didn't make it doesn't mean you don't have to make it. You know, like we can make some pretty interesting things. You
0: know, it's so true, and uh, yeah, and again, but I
2: like that man. So the bacalhau, the, the and some bread—I never did it with cheese, but I'll try
0: that. Well, you guys have that fucking squeezable Saint George's cheese, right? We don't get that up yeah, here. Man. We, we don't I have know. that.
2: People complain to me all the time because in Canada they, they not they won't ship it there, but. Uh, <sighs> That stuff is good, man. That stuff is really good.
0: <laughs> oh, I could only imagine. Yeah, because, I, well, going back to fusing stuff together, again, my wife, Ecuadorian, she fuses certain stuff together because they have certain dishes that I like, but then she'll add, like, a Portuguese yeah. flavor or an Ecuadorian flavor, and it comes out so much better. It's like, why wouldn't you want to expand your palate that uh, way? Like, I don't get right, people right. like that. I, I, know. I know. Sometimes people will say
2: things, and I'm like, man, I feel bad for them. They won't even try, like, new things, you know? Like, And, and like, uh, the one thing I think that Portuguese people are very, like, Infamous for in my comments is they will always tell me I'm missing something. They'll say falta blah blah blah, blah. falta blah, blah 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 falta blah 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 blah, and I'll put it in there,
1: and then they'll find something else falta blah blah. blah <laughs> you know, so like it's like you can never make
2: everybody happy. So I kind of just stopped. I'll respond to people all day sure. that are you know having good conversation yeah, yeah. with me, but somebody's coming there and tell me what I'm missing. I'm just like, man, whatever. Just do I watch something else? <laughs>
0: See, I, I don't know about there in the States, and I and Portugal it's not really like this, but here in Canada, for some or at least mostly in Toronto, Portuguese people are rude as fuck. Like, you will not get good customer service. No, if you're going to a Portuguese restaurant, don't expect a thank you or you're welcome. Just expect a good meal for a cheap price and a big portion. That's what you're getting. You know, so I don't know if it's the same down there in the States, is it? I think so, man. It's kind of weird because,
2: like, I remember one time we were in Algarve in Portugal, and, right. and we were in at some place, and, like, I guess the lady cooking was, like, this old grandma
1: in the back. And, like, yeah. she came out to our table to make sure we were
2: eating it all. She talked to us. And, like, it was, like, man, this is, like, so refreshing. Like right? This old lady is so nice. Because, like, yeah, like, you said, in the States, like, especially,
3: like, in Jersey, man, like, they're just running around. And they don't give a shit, like, whether
2: you're happy or not. The food's always going to be good. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's the but thing. The service is just trash. <laughs>
0: it's so true.
2: That's it. Like it's just like okay, yeah, it's, it's normal. Like you're not gonna complain about it. You're not gonna write a Yelp review about it. you just that's, that's a Portuguese guy, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> and The other thing I hate, and I'm defending my wife on this one because obviously she doesn't know how to speak Portuguese oddly enough with the Spanish. I, I don't understand because I understand and speak Spanish perfectly because of Portuguese, yeah, yeah, but yeah. she can't do the vice versa. But mm-hmm. the thing I don't like is when we go to Portuguese place and. I specifically tell them, my wife doesn't speak Portuguese. And then they still speak to her Portuguese expecting her to understand. I'm like, she does not speak Portuguese. What don't you understand? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She's not being rude. And it's like, what, what? You think she's just going to pick it up like this because you're talking to her? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Like, we, Like I said, we could be a rude fucking culture sometimes.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time, man
0: oh that's hilarious how about baking not in a malicious
2: way but it just comes, well, it just comes
0: off yeah way. that's i think it's just the the way we were brought up like no one said i loved you no one hugged it was all about work oh, yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. about going to the field or going in uh, on a boat to go <laughs> fish right so there was no tendon loving care back then but yeah <laughs> how about baking are you a baker because i really don't see too many things about sweets or yeah, stuff like no. that i'm not really into
2: baking i don't know, man. Oh, I like to okay. I mean, I love to eat it, but uh, it's just like so many ingredients and like, I feel like it just takes so long and like the cleanup is probably wild. Like, okay. I'm just not, I guess, great at it. I don't know. I, I'll, I would, I'll bake some things here and there, but not really, uh, not really, I guess my forte. I really want to make Bush days not the one day. Oh, I mean, that's that's crazy. Like, obviously it's a staple, but right. I just haven't brought myself to do it yet. Especially now, like we just had a baby recently, so I, I barely have time to like make intricate stuff. that when I do, it's it's you, whatever you know, like I'm making my video. That's our dinner for the
3: night, so ah, yeah, I kind
2: of kill two birds. But Smart. with baking, I would really sit there and go bake something else.
0: Well, that's the thing, and with baking, that's where you have to be precise because you can't really yeah, do certain yeah. stuff oh, yeah, and tweak free, it <laughs> exactly. And that's why I never like baking either. And my mom, God bless her soul, that's that. I don't know why her hobby was cooking and baking, so she would cook all day. And I don't know how this would work because she would cook all day, but we'd have leftovers for a week. And so I don't know how she would be cooking all day, every day and still having, I don't know. And then at night, she would bake all night and have like fucking cakes and this and masas and whatever, whatever, back and forth. And and that's the other thing people don't realize. We don't only make good food. We make good desserts, good pastries. Like, again, you can't touch our sweets. And if you were to ask me what I would get rid of first i don't know because at least like even in your case it's easier to cook a portuguese dish than it is to bake a portuguese dessert yeah, yeah. so i think i would rather take away the food the, like the baking and then be able to buy that and to just cook at home like you know what i mean but oh yeah yeah definitely. it's it, it's hard but well, what are your some of your favorite desserts how about that oh man my wife is
2: always Kind of making fun of me because, like, I'm not a big dessert guy, even. But okay. if I do have Portuguese dessert, uh, a pastel not obviously, sure, you all love that. But uh, obviously, a fresh one in Portugal, man, I'll eat like 10 of those from there.
0: And it's like, we usually go to Belém where you know, they're oh, of they're course, recreated. yes, of people say it's touristy
2: and it is, but man, they still taste good as hell, yeah. And uh, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll scarf down a bunch of those, but um, ball well, is the Belém.
0: oh, you that's my favorite right there, inside, man, yep. I, the,
2: there was always some guys selling
0: them. Yep. <laughs> uh What else, man? My mom used to make like chocolate loose a lot. That
2: was always kind of like a, a thing. She also used to make this like cake with like blacha Maria, you know the Maria
0: cookies. Of course,
2: like white pudding cake with
0: man. Yes, remember, my mom made that too. Yeah, I remember one time like in fourth grade we had like World Cultures Day. And okay. We had to bring a dish from our country, and so I brought that because I don't know I just liked it. <laughs> That's it was hilarious. Like, Why don't
2: I bring that of all things, you know? But, uh, yeah, I guess those are, like, the, the ones I would probably eat the most. I never really liked a um, uh, Rosh Dose. You know, no? like the the but I made one this year okay. from, from uh, a recipe book someone sent me, and I, it came out so good, I really liked it. So I think I, I kind of
1: turned the corner on that this year. <laughs>
0: Well, and that's the thing. Uh, I, I like arroz dos, but I only liked it when my mom made it for some Samadri. Because she made yeah. the perfect, like, because uh, if it's too thick, I don't want it. If it's too runny, I don't want it. So the perfect exactly. viscosity, yeah. I guess it's what it is. And like, you know, and she didn't put raisins in it. Some people like raisins. i do not Not a fan uh, of the raisins. Of okay. So she leaves the raisins out. And the perfect amount of, of the um, the cinnamon on top, like, and especially fresh when it's still warm. Oh, my God. Th- then you lick the cinnamon <laughs> stick and you scrape the bottom of the pot.
2: Oh, man.
0: (laughs) Those were the good old days.
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, man. I I made one like two weeks ago, and it came out really good, man. Like, my mom was not a baker, so, like, I didn't really like her version of it. But the one I made uh, a couple weeks ago was, I mean, me and my wife killed that thing in like two days. (laughs) It was a pretty big dish.
0: Well, speaking of desserts and pastel nata, I think you were the one who posted it. Or someone in the Portuguese uh, culture posted it on there. That guy eating that fucking pastel nata. Did you see this shit? Oh, the one where he like eats the inside with the spoon. I, I didn't post
2: it, but I saw it. Yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> my know. god! Like seriously.
2: <laughs> uh, man, I was thinking about that because I, uh, for Christmas, like all my neighbors and like uh, my son's babysitters and stuff. Like we made him a, a Christmas basket, and I put bush not nata in them. I went to the oh,
0: grocery store nice. And- <laughs>
2: Everyone got a six-pack, man. Okay. I was before I left. I I explained to everybody how to eat them. Like I was like, you know, heat them up, put some cinnamon on it, like make sure you eat the whole thing. You know, like because I saw that video, man. And I was like, I hope they don't eat it that way. (laughs) So yeah, I made everybody little Portuguese gift baskets uh, around here. That was part of it
0: oh that's awesome but it is funny if you're not in a cultural society and it's just one race or whatever you don't know right so it's not like they're doing it on purpose but it's funny as fuck so like the one I don't know if you're a fan of The Office but the one where yeah okay what's her name I think Nelly when she came in and she was eating the taco and she's never eaten a taco before and she's just putting the (laughs) fillings in her mouth and not eating the actual taco shell itself it's like seriously but again they don't know any better so like how do you explain to someone
2: Man, that's crazy, man. I remember I saw that, and I was just like... Whoa. I never even thought I would see that in my life, you know? so Somebody just scoop it out the
0: inside. That was a first for me, too. Like, I never... And again, the crust is one of the best parts. If it's totally... Okay, how about this? Do you like it burnt or lightly burnt or no burnt yeah. at all? No, I like it, like, dark on top. Oh, not me. I don't know why, because I taste the burnt in it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. There's something... It has to be, like, that perfect... Caramelized brown, like yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. have black, and even in the crust too.
2: Did you see the uh, stuffed ones that I posted from?
0: Yes, Chicago? yeah. We started getting some up here. So we have good, we have the Nutella ones, and now they did the cranberry yeah. ones. But that's it; those are the only okay. two we have. The regular they, Nutella they cranberry ones that were uh, salted
2: caramel, and Ooh. I don't even like like salted desserts. But man, it blew me away, man! And then they had ones with some fruit on it that were alright. Nutella was really good. Um, what was the other one? I forgot there was oh passion fruit. I didn't even like the passion oh, fruit. Oh passion fruit, okay. And they were really good. I never even like thought to like stuff these things, but right? you know, not of of the future or, or
0: Well that's the thing, it. and I can't can't wait until they like think about it. Peanut butter I think would be good in it.
2: That would be good, man.
0: That would right? be good. Right? There there's hey man, should, fuck, we nah now we put it out there in the world, someone's gonna do it. You should just open up it's a pastel nata it. shop with all the different yeah. kinds of flavors, right?
2: There's this, like, a, there's this space in my town that was, like, a, what was it before? It was, like, a little barbecue joint, but you couldn't go inside. It was, like, between two buildings, and,
3: like, it was, like, a window front. Okay. And they shut down, and I was, like, man, like, if I just sold natas out there, like, I would sell these things all day, man. But I'm not into, like,
0: like I don't want to open a restaurant. I, know. I Like, I don't want to spend all day in a restaurant. But uh, they ended up making a hot dog stand out of it. But I, I just thought, man, if I
3: made some natas here and made some, like,
2: crazy ones like that, these, these American people would eat that up, oh, man.
0: It's true. And then think, expand. Put frosting on top, a scoop of ice cream. Uh, like, you know what I mean? You could go crazy. Chocolate syrup, all the fixings, right? Sprinkles. Go nuts. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. We have, like... Three or four, like, ice cream shops, like, on one street, man. One of those should be a nata shop. Switch it up a little bit.
0: (laughs) There you go. If someone's listening, just kick us back a little finder's fee and, you know, get going. (laughs) Okay, you also wrote a book, but it's not a cooking book, oddly enough. So what is your book actually about, and when did you decide to do this venture?
2: So the book is just, like, it's a coffee table book. That's the best explanation of it, because you're not
0: going to sit there. It's a novel, right? It's just, like, a bunch of short stories. Ah, okay. uh, I was basically like I don't know I forgot what exactly happened but
3: my mom asked me some crazy nonsense that you know just one of those random Portuguese questions
2: like, <laughs> you know that you're just like dumbfounded by it. and I just started to like again during COVID I love downtime I'm like reminiscing about just like how crazy some of the stuff was growing up that I saw like with you know these Portuguese people right now that I live there and I live in like a very American world like I think I saw I forgot where I saw it a few weeks ago it said like once you leave the place you grew up in, like your perspective of that place changes so much. And it right. really did. Cause like, now I see it and I'm like, man, like what seemed so normal then was fucking crazy.
0: Like my right? mom and dad are crazy, <laughs> but uh, in a good way. But
2: just like, like there's a story, like a little our uh, page in that book where like, yeah. I talk about how my mom, like we lived, I went to school and she worked all in the same And when we had lunch in the cafeteria, it was in the basement. So at lunchtime, she would come, and she would knock on the window to make sure I was eating my food. So all the kids started to know who my mom was. Like, hey, Dave, your mom's at the window, you know? And I would look up, and my mom would be like, oh, come, you
0: <laughs> That is so funny. It's, it's like my mom did that once. I, I'll never forget. Great four. Again, well, the whole story with my mom – is that In a nutshell, quickly, that she, she ended up getting cancer and then she was sick the rest of her life. And then she eventually passed away mm. due to more complications. But she ended up living an extra 20 years when the doctor gave her oh, wow. two months. You know what I mean? So it, oh, wow. I still got an extra 20 years out of her. But again, Gosh. because she was sick, she really wasn't a mom to me in that sort of like being nurturing and whatever. Because, you know, her needs came first, obviously. So I was like her caretaker in sorts. So there would be some times where she would call my school. I'll never forget this one. It was great for She calls my school. And she asked the secretary to call up to the to the classroom and ask if I ate breakfast before I left the house. Can you believe the fucking secretary actually buzzed up and said, "Steve, your mom called and wanted to know if you had breakfast." Can you believe that shit? How embarrassing yeah. is that, man?
1: Yeah.
2: My mom, my mom paid, uh, like, when we were, like, in third, fourth grade, she paid, like, this eighth grader to walk us home every day. And it was just one block.
1: My too! Oh, my God!
3: <laughs> That's hilarious!
2: Man. But, yeah, so anyway, I wrote this book with a bunch of, like, these stories, and I'm like, man, like, I, I think I start to realize, like, through the cooking page, like, I would say what? things, and people would be like, wait, like, me too. Or, like, that happened to me too. Or, like, that moment we just had, like, wait, me too. Yeah. We'd so <laughs> write a bunch of these down and, like, see if people relate to them,
1: you know? Oh, shit. So like it was going to take me a long time to write, but honestly, like it really
2: didn't, because like these, there's so many stories to choose from that right. like, I can make a part three, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I wrote
3: them all down, and then uh, my wife actually helped me like format the book. Oh,
2: and, nice! did like, and everything. Like we did everything ourselves. We had a ton of time during COVID. We didn't have the baby yet; she wasn't even pregnant at the time, or she had just gotten pregnant. So we had a ton of time to, right, right, right. to just. So we created this book, man. And um, I remember, like, my only goal making the book was that. I was going to send one to Mike Rita and get him to talk about it. Sure. And I was going to send one to the Portuguese kids and, and maybe they would post it. And like what ended up happening is like, I, I made friends with Mike and I made friends with the Portuguese kids. Like That's Derek awesome. one of them, has been to my house twice now. Like we just like, I, it like opened up like what I wanted, but like way more too, man. We're now awesome. I have this cooking page and like, you know, like the Portuguese kids, they, they're the ones who run shop Portuguese. Right. So oh, those man. are the ones sending me all this food and stuff. Like, right, right. I just, to read the book man like they're just sending me food now and like, <laughs> now awesome.
0: in my kitchen eating me funnish and stuff so. yeah 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 <laughs> it, it was really cool man like i just didn't just i don't know
3: i kind of wanted like a book that maybe like my sister and my cousins would have at the house
2: but like now there's like thousands of people that have this book man and That's i'm awesome. like what the hell like you know on the side of the book it has my name on it i'm a, I'm a spy and i'm like right That's in some rooms right now and i'm not acting like i sold millions of these things yeah, yeah. but it did
3: sell more than I, I thought it was just like 50 of them, man, you know, like, That's so awesome. it's has cool that like people actually took an interest in it,
2: especially like, I see a lot of people like grab it during Christmas and they'll give it to somebody as a gift or like one guy was like, we're going to all read it together. Like at Christmas, like Eve, cause like it's yeah, a yeah. pretty short read or whatever. So like one thing I thought that was in and, and my, with my page too, with the, with the cookie page, like I find a lot that like people get together with their parents and watch my videos together. And, like, I get stories sense. like that all the time. Like, hey, like, me and my dad watch your shit all the
3: time, you know? And to me, that's just, like, amazing.
2: Like, they're just... I don't know. Like, these these stories, to me, just felt so normal. But, like, I guess when you hear other people, like, grew up the exact same way as you, like, that ridiculous stuff just becomes, like, man, that much more ridiculous, I guess.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. And I had the same aha moment like you did. Like, you think this is normal because... oh Well, in, at least in my situation, everyone on my street was Portuguese. I went to school... Everyone in my school except for two or three people in every grade was Portuguese. Like, you know what I mean? So everyone could relate to all the stories. So to us, this was normal until I met my wife. And she's like, you had a horrible childhood. What the fuck is wrong with your parents? And I'm like, well, you know, I thought this was normal. Like, you know what I mean? So she made me open my eyes. And I'm like, you know what? My parents fucked me up. I remember my wife, like, in
2: the beginning being like,
0: Wait, you were not allowed to have sleepovers? Uh, My wife, too! Uh, No. See, and it's not that I'm scarred or anything, because I could go and sleep. at Like, if I go to a hotel, if I go away, I could sleep there. But I prefer to sleep in my own bed. And I don't know if this is because of the drilling of my parents, like you said, of you always slept at home. But when we go out, like, even, like, if we were to go to a New Year's party and we're at someone, Like, even my in-laws, like, they're, like, maybe... Well, we use kilometers up here. We'll say, like i don't know 60 or 70 miles away from us right so it's easier to sleep over there also for our new year's i refuse to I'm like nope i'll drive through a fucking blizzard if i have to i need to sleep in my own bed and again it's not because i don't want to it's just i think it's because it's drilled now in me Yeah. yeah, it's yeah fucked yeah. up well i think
2: like when i turned like maybe like 18 i i really broke that wall down in the most extreme way man like i'm a musician i've always i played drums since i was three years old awesome and when i was in school i was in a band and we kind of were like doing pretty good locally and stuff. So, like, from high school, for once I graduated, to like, maybe five years after that, I toured as, like, a professional drummer. Nice. So, like, to my mother... I was, like, doing the unspeakable. I was sleeping in a different place every night in a different city. Like, is and, like, just to convince her to let me do that, man, like, I remember, like, my sister still to this day talks about it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I had a curfew till the day I was married. You got to tour the damn country in a van, like, playing drums. So I feel like I really broke down that wall. And I think that in the, the last page of my book, I'm not going to spoil it kind of for, for whoever wants to buy it or get it, but the last page of my book kind of talks about that. Like, man, like, that's where I came from, but I really broke down that wall. And like I, not only was allowed to move to a different state, which I do now, but I toured the country before that. And like that's like it's unspeakable to a Portuguese person, man. Like, and I stopped to call my mom every day. Uh, we're leaving this city, and then I'm oh my her. god, yes. <laughs> you know <laughs> no matter what time of
3: night
0: it was like i just got to the hotel you know? see and even thinking back to school now i was not allowed to go on any fucking school trips because they don't trust anyone yeah. like you know what no. i mean and then when i got older like in high school i would forge their signature so i could go and there was one time like i never had any sleepovers for school trips and even my wife's like you never slept on i'm like no only one it was we went to, to the capital ottawa and it was a weekend thing And I lied to my parents. I said, if I don't go, I can't graduate. And you guys want me to, and at the time I was going to be the first one in my family to graduate out of high school. So they were so proud. And I'm like, well, you know, it's either you're going to have three dropout sons or, you know, you get to have one. And they're like, fine. But again, same thing. You have to call me this. You have to tell me where you are. You have to this, this. Let let me talk to your teacher. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. I'm like, what's wrong uh, with you guys? Let me be a uh, child. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but but then, like the you money, said, man. they put us on a fucking plane and send us halfway around the world. But that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's
2: a story in my book that, that, that's kind of funny. Like there was one time, like uh, my parents, like or it was just my mom at the time, she lost me in like a shopping mall. <laughs> and, like, this other Portuguese lady found me because I was screaming like my my whatever. And like I just think about it like. Just because she was Portuguese, I just trusted her. I'm like, yeah, I'll go with this lady, you know? Like, she speaks my language. (laughs) But, like, Like, if it was, like, an American... At that age, I probably would have been like, no, nah, I'm not going with you. You know, my parents say American people are crazy, so I can't go with you.
0: <laughs> See, but at least uh, I would assume your mom would have noticed. See, I told this story way back in the early stages of the podcast where I got lost too. It, it was at a shopping mall. <laughs> I just lost wondering. And same thing, started crying. And then the cops found me. And then for some miraculous reason, they ended up knowing, right, I don't, again, I was so young. All I remember was this and then getting taken home. And then my mom didn't even know I was missing. She went to the mall, shopped, came home. I didn't even realize oh, I was shit. fucking gone. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what the hell's going on here? So, yeah, we have man, plenty of you stories.
2: You parents used to do to me? They used to, like, if we were to go, like, shopping or something, like, they would, like, go hide somewhere so that I would think I got lost, and then they would watch me until I cried. Did they do that to you? Did you have that
0: done? Because that was mm-hmm. the craziest, meanest shit ever, man. Like, I don't remember that waiting right.
2: for me to cry because I thought I was lost but really they were just watching me from afar
0: <laughs> maybe they did do that to me who knows yeah, fuck yeah our parents said fuck and again it made I mean, no it just, rhyme or reason they me up you know yeah I know right <laughs> and again and now like I
2: guess whatever you know just send me to some farm or anywhere and I'll be good
0: <laughs> but it's funny again going back to the difference between being back home and being here it's like you said our parents didn't trust anyone who was portuguese but back home you could go off with a fucking stranger or a vagabond or oh, a yeah. Or a fucking like, you know what I mean? And it's okay because they're Portuguese. And then over here, like, even like vulgar stuff. Like, back home, there was no like rating system. They would show tits oh, on TV. Yeah. You'd see people yeah. having sex during a jeans commercial. <laughs> over here, you see a nipple. Jesus No, no, Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, why did they become such stupid hard asses over here, man? Fuck. Man, I don't know. I don't know, definitely screwed them up, because yeah, when you're over there, we were like, a lot more free, and you could stay out late with your right? cousins,
2: or whatever, you know? I always said, like, that was, the only times that they would let me, like, stay out late was if I was in Portugal, or right. if I was doing something related to work, so like, uh-huh. if I had to wait, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, do overtime, you know? <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, but, yeah, if I was going to, like, a party, then yeah, no, I'd be home by 10 o'clock, you
0: know? That's <laughs> like, You know? So, do you want eventually get a cookbook out there, or do you think that your social media is enough for you?
2: Uh, I mean, people ask me for it like literally every day, and I always like send them to like other cookbooks that. I oh, like, okay, fair enough. I don't have to make one, but like it's just a huge undertaking because, like, if the way I look at it, like, if I do this, like, I also have to upkeep the videos at the same time, and that's like a weekly like uh, thing
0: too, right? Yeah, true.
2: So then I'm doing double work, and then I'm also doing yeah, yeah. our baby. Four months old. So it's like timing wise, like I would love to do it. Just like I'm just too tired. <laughs> like, he just this week was our, the baby's first time sleeping through the night. Oh. So, like, for the last four yeah. months, man, I've been running on fumes. But uh, oh, one day I would like to make a cookbook. But okay. like, I would like to do it right. Like, I don't want to take pictures of my food. I want to have somebody come take great pictures of my food. Of course. The right way. But uh, yeah, I usually just send people to, you know, there's this lady, um, her page is called For the Love of Portuguese Food. And yes. Her cook- lover man. Like I, I cook all her stuff. There you go. Um, and there's this guy, David Leighton, okay. And he's interesting because somebody gave me his cookbook, uh, as, uh, as a wedding gift at our wedding. Sure. And then like, like a couple months ago, like I noticed this guy's like commenting on my, my cook cooking videos. Yeah. And it's David Leighton? And I'm like, do I have this guy's cookbook? Like somebody bought me his cookbook 10 years ago. He and now to me on, on Instagram, you know, That's cool. <laughs> I always refer to his stuff too. He, he kind of mixes things up. He, he's like, not as traditional. But, uh, yeah, one day I'll, I'll get around to doing a cookbook. But uh, I was thinking about making it kind of like a series where, like, I have my comedy book and then the
3: cookbook would look kind of like that. Oh, okay. Color. Maybe do, like, a series of, like, comedy books, cookbooks, and
2: then maybe, you know, they're all part of one series, but they're all kind of different, different parts. I don't know.
0: Yeah, true. Okay, well, before we get to the worst story of the week, like we mentioned, throughout, we sprinkled it a bit throughout, we're both huge wrestling fans. You enjoy wrestling. I enjoy it. Sounds like you've been a fan since you were young. Same thing here. I've My earliest memory was watching WrestleMania 4, Hook, Line, and Sinker after that. Well, not really. Before that, my brothers would force me to watch wrestling. And I hated it because it looked like two men were assaulting each other. And I didn't really understand yet because I was so young. But yeah, after once I started understanding everything. I friggin' love it. So, my friend, what got you... And Okay, even before that. Back to Portugal, wrestling came late. Like... And I don't know about you, when I used to go there and it first started popping up, they had their Portuguese announcers. And this is how fucked up Portuguese people are. Like, kayfabe guys. They would announce the show as if it was a joke. Oh, you know, these yeah, guys are yeah. fake. Oh, that's really... Th-. And then they start laughing throughout it. Haha, look at this idiot. Yep, Doesn't no. he know it's fake? I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was I Bizarro that, Land, man. right?
2: <laughs>
0: how weird was that? To,
2: like, they used to, like, shit on it. Right! <laughs> Yeah, i hated that man but yeah it was, it was i think portuguese people just well it's weird because the portuguese people that in america loved
0: it but the portuguese people over there just, that, that's what i was gonna say because now thinking back as a kid everyone who was portuguese pretty much that I, I knew again mind you that was pretty much almost everyone loved wrestling at one point or another like it was something that uh, yeah. they just gravitated towards right and oh, yeah it's yeah, weird yeah. that back home it took so long to get there
2: yeah my mom like she claims and she claims, but I don't know. She says that when she was pregnant with me, she went and saw Andre wrestle at Madison square garden or, or maybe a uh, continental airlines arena in Jersey. at sure. the time. But uh, so she was a fan before, before I was born and then they kind of fell off of it because they realized, you know, it wasn't what they thought that it was. Uh, All right. But i was watching it. me and my cousin would like, I remember we would like set up the couches in like a square and like have cage matches. Of like, course.
0: Right Come on. <laughs> and we
2: would have the LJN figures, big rubber ones. Yep. I just, Stopped watching it, man. Like, I, st- I tell my wife to this day, I've never missed an episode of Monday Night Raw. Like, and I'm 35 now, like, from day one, man. Like, and I don't care if I watch it late, like, yep. recorded, or whatever. Same here. I don't care if it's a terrible episode, if they're on the a <laughs> bad, just always watch it, man. Like, I always will. Um, it's just, it's just like, I don't know. Anybody like that knows me personally, like, if you ask them, like, what is Dave like, they'll tell you soccer, drums, and wrestling. Hundred percent. Nobody will ever fail to mention wrestling
3: because that's all I ever like talked about growing up. You know, I'm wearing a WrestleMania seven or six shirt right now.
0: Hey, speaking of Andre, (laughs) I'm wearing Andre myself. See,
2: (laughs) nice. I did notice that this shirt's incorrect. It Says. It says WrestleMania 6, but it's got Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man. This should be Ultimate Warrior vs. Hogan. I'd hey,
0: so, yeah, and that was here in Toronto. What the fuck?
2: Yeah, it was in Toronto. That's Yeah, the Sky knows. I think this is a bootleg, but I got it for Christmas, and I like it. So <laughs> That is
0: a bootleg. You know what? That might be worth I, something. Never mind.
2: I think what happened is I got, she got it at Target, my wife,
0: so I think okay. this was
2: made during the era where uh, um, Hulk Hogan dropped the N-bomb, the, the whole racism
0: thing. Oh, shit. Gotcha. gotcha.
2: And I think they have everybody else on it except for him.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So they probably, yeah, they didn't really face each other, but they were at the event, I think is what they're right, trying right. to portray. Right, so yeah, right. Yeah.
2: kind of uh, they excluded him. But, yeah, man. So, like, this is a story I don't really, I don't really share with many people, but uh, I guess for a special occasion I will share it with you. Perfect. When I was 14, okay. uh, there was, like, an indie wrestling promotion nearby, sure. and they were going to open up a wrestling school in the town next to mine. And I'm like, holy shit, like – Like, this is my calling, right? Like, why else would they open up a wrestling school? Like, I need to go, right? So, at the time, like, I was, like, um, typical. I would do, like, Portuguese. Like, I was DJing Portuguese parties on the weekend, like, for money. I was, like, 14 or 15, maybe. Maybe about to be 16, because I remember I was saving up for a car. Okay. And uh, so, I convinced my mom somehow, like, let me go to this wrestling school. Like, she fought me for money. And uh, I, I was, like, listen, like, you don't have to pay for it. I bartered with a guy that I would DJ at his shows like All the wrestlers' entrance music, sure. and he would be free training, right? Because it was like a hundred dollars a month or something. I don't know. Um, so I went to wrestling school for nine months at around 15 years old, and I trained to be a pro wrestler. I wow. had two pro matches. In oh the
1: my indie. god!
2: Uh, are you familiar with GCW? It's a like kind of a big indie. Right Come now. on, man.
0: Who are you talk? I know uh, you name me any indie promotion, I know it, my friend. I go deep. Okay. I go so deep bef-
2: before GCW was GCW, it was JCW, it was, JCW, it was Jersey Championship.
0: Yes, wrestling. of course. Okay. So I was trained by Jersey Championship Wrestling. And, and oh wow! Okay, that's cool. Matches, man, and and
3: I like literally like I remember
2: I, I my second match was like a battle royal, and this guy like lit me up. My chest was like black and oh. blue. I remember my chest for my mom for like two weeks, and I was like, I can't do this, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna kill down here, you know. But I like I can at least say I did it. I learned that's to awesome. wrestle. I could step into a ring right now and take a bump, man, if I wanted to. You sure, know? but but uh it was i got to do it man it was awesome one of my buddies that i trained with like he went on to he did it for like you like seven or eight
3: years like on the indies and stuff okay he had pumped it and, and it was great but man like it was
2: a scary thing to do like you know I, obviously everybody like thinks it's fake and blah blah blah, of course. blah and, like obviously it's choreographed but like dude i would come
3: home hurting man like i just told you like i had to hide my chest from my mom yep. for weeks oh, to yeah. this day man like i see a chiropractor every week because oh. like, i my body for,
2: like, you know, a good year with those, these yeah. guys, but I look at wrestling in such a different light now because like, I got to do it, man, so, like, when I'm watching it, like, I get to explain things to my wife, like, some, you know, insider and stuff, sure. and, and like, you know, stuff that I remember or, like, little things that they do that I remember that they taught us, but, like, I, it just gave me a different respect for them, and I think that's what, like, also, like, kept me, like, I never, like, really strayed away from it because, like, I respect wrestling on a whole nother level, man. Right. Those guys are just they're, like, intense man like physically mentally like they can go out there and just put on this like spectacle and like it's hard to fucking do man
0: (laughs) see and that's the thing even in myself before I started talking with wrestlers. I had like, well, yeah, I, like, I guess people could call me a smart mark as they call it, right? Where I knew all this and that, but I didn't know, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, wrestlers know. Yeah. So then slowly but surely started making friends with some wrestlers to the point where, uh, Tyson Dukes brought me into his, uh, academy, brought me into his ring and he was showing me, like, how to run the ropes, take some bumps. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, now I know why these guys say it feels like you're getting into a car <laughs> crash every time you have a fucking match. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. And again, now, before I'd be like, "Oh, why can't I get a better raw? Why can't I do this?" I'm like, "Oh, this guy fucked up." And I'm like, "No, no, no. I don't like I look for all the positives. I see when now I look for if someone's actually trying versus if someone cuz before I'd be like, oh, this guy sucks. And then now it's like, "Oh, no, this guy doesn't suck." It's just yeah, like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's just his yeah. character or the way they want him to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Cuz yeah, if you think, yeah, I, I think
2: about I think it, I watch it now like like if you like for instance if you see like they fuck up and like they're about to like drop some guy in his head, like you're kind of rooting for their recovery of that
0: right? Of
2: Figure it out rather than like all oh, they fucked
0: up. Because you have a different respect for it, man. It's like, true. It's true. Like, it's I, funny. I I, just,
2: I I love to see like people work together in a wrestling ring and like pull off like just a sick match. Like doesn't even look like they're trying, man. Like that's so beautiful to me. And it sounds so nerdy, but I just love wrestling, man. Like and like now with AEW, like I really fought against AEW a lot to with man. Like I don't want to watch this. Like it's WCW light. Like I'm not. But man, like the last like three or four months, it's I've been good, been right? I paid for the pay
0: per views, like
1: I paid for their last two pay per views. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I watch I watch Dynamite like
3: like with the baby like for raw. I'll fall asleep and watch it the next day. When Dynamite's on man, I'll watch that like live and yeah. it's a lot of it's kind of corny
2: and like there's some like you know, wrestling comedy built into it that it's not for everybody of and course. stuff, but w- when they're like when they're when they're serious, man, they're putting on, like, a serious match or when they have a good storyline going, man. That's true. Like, I think what it is is, like, the crowd is always so fucking hot that like you cannot be excited on your couch watching
0: it. You're well, like, that's fuck, the thing, and I find that, because I don't know about you, I get well, I still am, but I used to be such a bigger NXT fan back in the day when it was the gold brand where they had audiences. Like, you know what I mean? That crowd was fucking nuts now it seems again it's another pg crowd like you know what i mean so it's like i've not that i've fallen off it's not and i find that that nxt crowd now you find a dynamite or the old school like 90s era and attitude era crowd when when everyone used to actually hold signs in the in the crowd right so it's like and that's what brought me and is doing a lot of things that i used to like like i'm a huge fan of stables i'm a huge fan of intermingled storylines like you know what i mean i'm a huge fan of if you're a tag team, you don't have to stick together all the time, but you could be brought together. You don't always, yeah, you don't always yeah. have to break up and go your separate way. Like, yeah, because it's yeah. true. Uh, I don't know if it was a wrestler or someone else, but I, we brought it up on an episode where if you're in real life, there's some people you don't talk to, but then eventually they come back in. You don't have like this raging feud with everyone and stop talking to all your friends. So uh, why, why do we yeah. do that in wrestling? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. That makes so much sense. It's true. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, man, AEW is just like striking all the records.
0: Right yeah, now, man. they but are. I admit their entrance music for certain wrestlers is amazing. Of course, crowd is hot. Presentation
1: is pretty good. The yeah.
2: wrestling at the beginning, like it was pretty janky sometimes,
0: man. Oh like, well, yeah, they were learning, one, right? But now, man, like they're, they're pretty polished. Like they're getting
2: there, and like I love Jungle Boy, man. Like I think he's like I don't know. I think he's gonna be great. The luchasaurus yeah. is awesome, and I, I love like little like like little bits of detail, like when uh, Aleister Black or Malachi Black, yeah, you know, when he left NXT and came into AEW, he kept the freaking black eye, man. Like, little details like that are so cool, man. Like, that's stuff that people used to do back in the day. Like, they would carry the storyline with them, man, no matter where they went. Like, yeah, he changed his name, but his eyes still fucked up from before. Well, even
0: pairing him with Andrade because... Yeah, black's yeah, yeah, yeah. girlfriend used to be his manager so it's like they have that yeah, tie yeah. right so it's that's, that's yeah really cool, that, and they don't throw as much as they throw a lot of shade towards wwe they still recognize the talent that comes from there and the accomplishments and they don't yeah. downplay that like you know what i mean yeah. so that, yeah, that's that's yeah. what i like and the
2: cool thing here like in orlando is like nxt is it's here like the right. performance center is here so we'll be walking down the block and we see wrestlers all the damn time man like I live on a lake right now and uh, or my community like on a lake. Okay. I just found out the other day on the opposite side of the lake, Peyton Royce and uh, Sean Spears live there. Nice. Like, in town, man. And like, or I'll just be out to, my wife one time sent me a text
0: like, hey, I was out to eat and like, here's a picture. And it's her and Sami Zayn. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Like, laughs> That's like, awesome. Like, like, she like, uh,
2: she doesn't like wrestling, but like, but she knows like Like, she took a picture with it to send to me because she thought I would love it or whatever. And uh, um, it's pretty cool, man. Like, like, I was a huge NXT fan, and I would go to, like, their, they would do, like, local shows around yeah, here, and, sure. and stuff. And I would go all the time, man, but, like you said, it's kind of, like, right now, I can even say, like, if I ran into one of the NXT 2.0 wrestlers in my town or out to eat, like, I don't know, I'd be that excited, but, like, in the days of, like, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, right. and Finn Balor were there, like, that shit was hot, man, it was crazy, but it's a little watered down right now, man, I'm a little upset about it.
0: yeah what can you do what can you do and again the one thing I always tell everyone when I start bitching it's like we have options you don't like WWE tune into AEW you don't like AEW there's Impact there's NWA there's so So many it's sad to see Ring of Honor has gone on a hiatus but it's good to see the whole Forbidden Door so their wrestlers are going everywhere and you still see their titles on TV so that's some hope you know what I mean for the future but why complain about the promotion move on to the next and then once you stop watching maybe they'll change and you could come back but if you keep watching and complaining and that's what I don't understand like I try like every quarter I'll have we'll, I'll have a wrestling talk with a, f- a few guys and we'll run down like the big 4 WWE events and we try not to dwell on the negativity we do the positivity and I don't understand all these podcasts and all these journalists that just watch it to break it apart I'm like are you not a so fan? Good, what the fuck's If you don't like it, stop watching it. Exactly, I don't get those guys. But again, there's you know some people like it, enjoy that part of the wrestling, and I I could see it, but like, that's not for me. It's like move on. And, uh, there's so many things now. Uh, like, who cares? I asked my wife
2: a question the other day, so she's not like I said, she's not a fan, but like she knows all of it because like she's been with me for over sure. ten years now. So I read something online the other day, so I asked her about it, and the question was. Uh, what would you like to see in the pro wrestling world in 2022? Okay. So I was like, man, what do you want to see in wrestling in 2022? I was just curious what she was going to sure. say. Her answer blew my mind, man. She was like, uh, for WWE to stop laying off their talent. And Ooh. I was like,
3: oh, wait,
0: "Wow, what? That's <laughs> a good that one.
2: Indeed, man. I was like, I wasn't even thinking of that. I was like, you know what?
0: That's like, a good one. That's a great
2: point, man, for, like, for her to have picked up on that, man. And uh, that, that, I, that, I mean, that sucks, man. A lot of people are like losing their jobs, but man, there's so much talent out there now, like, if I had like a couple million dollars and I wanted to start a wrestling company, man, you could build a pretty decent roster with what's happening. Right,
0: right, and that's the thing, well, and, and hopefully that's what ends up happening, or like we said, they go everywhere else and then everyone, but that's the thing, now there's so many places people don't really have to worry, and everyone who's been with the WWE so long has said it, don't worry, this is not the end, this is, the beginning like you go you go somewhere else eventually come back whatever it that's how wrestling is you know what i mean it's just everyone just thinks that the wwe is like the fucking nfl the ufc of the world like nah it, it is but there's so many other places where you can still make money and enjoy yourself right so it is what it is what can you do well I'm gonna to have to have you back, my friend. We're going way over time, but I don't care. This is a great episode. It's the first one of the year, so that's why even oh. better. So yeah, I'll have you back. on. we will talk wrestling. We'll break down shows if you want, or we'll. i you know what I've always wanted to do, honestly, because so many other people do it, and I'm sort of jealous of them. To watch back an old pay per view and break it down in terms of today and see how it holds up or whatnot, because yeah. I am not one of those guys that goes back and watch old shit, and I don't know how oh, some dude, I did people. All day, man. I, I went down a royal. Really? royal for three hours and the problem is i can't retain a lot of information like i don't know how these guys remember every single show who wrestled on what so it's sort of fresh for me so if you want to come back we'll do one of those eventually but on to the weird story of the week my friend you ready for this yeah let's do it okay well speaking of weird foods and fishes we you know being portuguese we know all this right so this week's story comes from texas where the parks and wildlife department found something very different and weird in a fish's mouth Okay. So when they did further testing, they looked at everything, they found that the fish's tongue was actually not its original tongue. In fact, it was a parasite that latched on, ripped off its tongue, and formed itself to be its tongue. So it replaced the fish's fucking tongue.
2: What? Man.
0: Right? Oh Texas,
2: you said, right? This is in
0: Texas, right? Oh my god so apparently people could google it i'm sure you'll find it it looks like literally a martian like they open the mouth and it has like this thing inside its mouth but here's here's what makes it really weird even though that's weird enough it's not detrimental to the fish the fish can live a full normal life nothing's going to happen to the fish so the parasite attaches on and it eats the fish's mucus and that's how it survives itself so now it's like a two-part or like is this the future like can you imagine if something attached to you and like you know what i mean? Oh my God, man! that. Uh, that sounds like something that would come out of Florida. That's why I was asking, because ah! Florida always has these crazy animals and
2: stuff. I, I thought for sure it was one of ours, but man, that's crazy! And it, like that sounds wildly gross. What kind of fish was it? Was the, it was like a so,
0: Let's see, let's see. Well, okay. While I, I looked this up just quickly too, do you eat, do you like to eat fish head? Because a lot of people like sardine heads and stuff, right? Uh, oh man, what? I really like the, the sardine, but not the head. Yeah, I'm the same way. I can't eat the, like I said, I can't eat the head, I can't eat the, oh. the insides, and this is why I don't eat it, because imagine if you ate this fucking thing.
2: Well, I was, was going to ask you, like, if you, if you knew that the, the fish had a parasite tug, would you still eat it?
0: <sighs> the body? If, 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 if the article <laughs> came out and said it was normal? Yeah, why not? But I wouldn't eat the head.
2: <laughs>
0: man, that's so weird, man. No, it doesn't say what type of fish it is. No, it does not. I'm sure if someone Googles it, they'll, they'll find it, but yeah, I know. Right? Well, I, don't
2: know if, I don't know if fish can taste food, but if he had like a parasite tongue, that must have sucked. He couldn't taste anything,
0: you know? Well, that, yeah, fish, that's true. Fish food, you know? Do fish actually taste stuff? Because it's not like, well, I, some of them do have teeth, so do they even chew or is it all swallow? I don't know. I don't know. This yeah. guy's living
2: in his mouth, not paying any rent, though.
0: <laughs> Fuck, man. But can you imagine? And then even when you're brushing your teeth, you look, you see the like legs moving and shit. <laughs> oh, man, as a human, I'm saying, can you imagine having that well, disease? I don't know.
2: No way, man. Oh, I don't man. I much, man. Like, if I I always say, like, I haven't had COVID, knock on wood. But if I did get it, man, like, if I lost my, t- my sense of taste, that would be detrimental to my life. <gasps> I love to eat, man. Like,
0: I That's fucking love to <laughs> And how would you even like because again, being Portuguese, uh, and, and I see your videos, it's not like you have a set measurement for everything. It's a dash of this, a little, right, bit right. Of that that. a little bit of that. Yeah, exactly. And that's how we cook as being Portuguese people. So you can't really like even if you ask an old person a recipe and you're like, ah, oh, just a pinch of this, you're like, what's a pinch? Yeah. Ah, you know, you grab some and you right. put it in right. and then you taste it. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't want, but anyways, yeah, imagine if you couldn't taste like all your food I know, man. Like, fuck. Crazy. Dude, so
3: this
2: weekend, this past weekend for for Christmas Eve, like I said, we have some Portuguese people that live on this block and their whole family flew here from Portugal. They had like twelve people in their house, and they invited us to come spend Christmas okay, tea okay. with them. So I cooked a few things, and nice. this was like the first time anybody outside my family tasted my food, Ooh. other than my like mom, my wife, oh, and stuff. I'm like shit. shit. Like, I have twenty five thousand followers and ten thousand over here. If these people hate my food, this is all a fucking shit. I'm oh man, me.
0: imagine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, they, hilarious. They, they, they loved it,
0: man. Okay, like, good, good.
2: Ate, I brought over a <laughs> tray of croquettes, <laughs> the cotton,
0: and uh, oh, my favorite, bonito that I made
2: dude they wiped it out man they loved it they're all complimenting it i was so happy like man like I'm, I'm glad to know that like my food actually tastes good to people from portugal you know like they, they actually enjoyed it so all the haters i want to leave
0: comments <laughs> like, there it is.
2: real portuguese or that's real portuguese or whatever you know i'm
0: taste tested to approve man <laughs> there you go well david thanks very much for coming aboard appreciate it my friend oh man thanks for having me man it's been a blast promote whatever you want socials anything you want to Push, sell. The floor's all yours, my friend. Go for it.
2: Yeah, so uh, I mean, I, how to cook stuff on uh, TikTok, on Instagram. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, but I'm more active on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I think uh, TikTok was, was my original, so I'm probably the most active as far as uh, my videos on there, but I'm more interactive on Instagram. So uh, I sell a book called 100 Portuguese Moments in a not so Porchese world. I sell a bunch of T-shirts that are kind of food Inspired Portuguese, comedy shirts, uh, all the links to all that stuff is in uh, are on my social media pages. But um, yeah, and then uh, Shop Portuguese is a, a site that I partner with. Like I said, it's, it's ran by the Portuguese kids and they kind of are there to send portuguese food to your house if you don't in a portuguese community like me man so they send me food all the time and i promote their business and uh it kicks back a little bit to my page every time somebody you know goes through my page to them so definitely check them out they have some good products especially if you're in the u.s and you can they can ship you all the stuff Um but yeah just how to cook stuff on uh instagram or tiktok and uh you know leave me a comment i usually reply to people if they want to talk and stuff and uh you know, just kind of, I'm just there having a good time, man. Just, just making jokes, having some fun. I don't take myself seriously at all. Um, you know, this was just something I, I thought was fun to do, and it kind of turned into something else. I made some good friends, and uh, now I'm just kind of continuing here. You
0: know? One suggestion I have for you, my friend, because again, yeah. Mike Rita brought this up the last time he was on. A lot of people don't know Portuguese are cheap fucks. That's one thing, right? <laughs> so, yeah. being from Canada, we have access to your book, but by the time you pay the shipping fees. Oh, I know. Man. The exchange rate, you're paying more than your actual book. You've got to find a distributor up here, my friend, because there's so, so many and Portuguese the, people.
2: And, uh, so I know. So I originally did it through Barnes and Noble because they ship to Canada. That's the cheapest
0: option that ships to Canada. Okay. I think they charge charge like, maybe like 10 or $15 shipping. It's a lot, but it's the
3: cheapest way that I found to get it up there. But yeah, I need to find uh, my goal was
2: to find like a, a printer in Canada that exactly. would just distribute. From there, but I haven't been able to find that yet. So I think right now for a Canadian, the cheapest option is to go through Barnes and Noble. Usually, like on a day that they have a sale, like I always put out a promo code, like, hey, it's on sale. Oh, or there you go. Just, I don't set those, they, they do it themselves. So I always promote it, of anymore, course, like, hey, for 25% off or whatever. But, um, but yeah, if I could find a distributor up in Canada and send a bunch of them to you, that'd be great. Um, just to, to kind of to, to get it out there because there's a ton of Canadian people following me, man,
0: right? Uh uh-huh, yeah, That's but, awesome. um, yeah, man. I think uh, and I wanted to bring up one thing Go that, that uh,
3: Mike Rita podcast, you guys talked about PJ Palaka, okay. uh, aka Portuguese Man of War. Yeah, yeah. And there's just one thing
2: that really pisses me off about his story. Not uh, about him personally,
3: but
2: okay. if you listen to Bruce Pritchard talk about him, right. he says the reason they created this Portuguese character was because soccer was really big. Right. So they wanted to bring up like a South American soccer type of character. So they thought think, that they were creating a South American character even though it was portugal and they didn't even realize it was in fucking europe when they did this man and obviously he's portuguese and shit wow. but they were packaging him up by some south american you know that's and he always he's he brought it up like three times on his podcast yeah. where he talks about like oh we wanted to get you know the south american uh you
0: know audience or whatever and i'm like man the guy's from portugal that's funny <laughs> I, I love portuguese man of war when i, I do want when i was a kid i was i was so proud to have him of course 4G's. You know. But yeah, I always think
2: about that. Like they, they they thought they were getting the South American audience. This, this guy's Portugal,
0: portrait. <laughs> oh my God, that's a hilarious tidbit there. Thanks for sharing that. And for myself, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the Podcast App. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at thepodcastdap at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them almost most definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please... The freest thing you could do, the most important thing, is to rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. All right, one last thing before I let you go, my friend. You also do sort of like a this or that on your Instagram page when it comes to foods. Yeah. I got a couple for you. do okay. You don't have to explain. Let's wrap this up quickly. All right. Yeah. Preg or bifana? Bifana. Okay. Pastel nata or nata du sel?
2: Pastel nata, for
0: sure. Okay. Rice or potatoes when you eat frango? French fries, man. Oh, okay. Okay. bon com or tocha de mista?
2: Oh, man. That's a hard one. I mean, I guess, like, man, if I'm in Portugal, tocha de mista all day. Because, okay. I mean, nobody here in Florida can replicate something like that. But um, I made pão chorizo the other day. I was so good, man. I'm, I'm kind of on a like, kick with that. But I guess I'll go with tocha de mista just, just to, keep it, to keep it
0: original. All right. And lastly, Case frisch or queijo de
2: Cage fish, man, and it's only because I can't get it in Florida. The only way that I can eat it is if I make it from scratch, and I did it once, but super fucking hard. And in, in New Jersey, the, the supermarkets just make it, man. Yeah,
0: same I, up here, of course.
2: Uh, I've been missing a cage fresco man. Oh, uh, if I would, I would do to get some, just a nice clear little plastic jar of it.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, he's David. I'm Steve. Call me Khalid Karal. This is the podcast. Peace. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on.